two dimes and a nickel. This is the 25th episode of Corporate Lunch. We are giving you guys so much content. I've been waiting 24 episodes for this. <laughs> Just for this, the 25th episode? Yeah, this to me is a landmark. Did you only do the first 24 episodes in order to get here to yeah. two, two dimes and a nickel? Absolutely. A, two dimes and a buffalo I live, nickel? I live life a quarter at a time. I would like to apologize in advance. I might be a little distracted for the entirety of this episode. Um, I have been shitting on Sam Hine Productions all week with a online ceramics Nalgene bottle, which I <laughs> seem, to have, seem to have misplaced somehow. You lost it? Oh, I don't know where it is. I'm kind of freaking out wow, I, I have i have a reputation for leaving things like notebooks and and uh beautiful online ceramics Nalgene bottles that sam Hine productions can't get online because they're sold out but i have one because i've got the it. plug um he may have jacked it he knows that would be um uncouth and uh outside of the rules of of corporate lunch but his pants are too slim for him to slide it down the pant leg like a 40 in a bodega <laughs> i don't know how he would have is gotten that how it. you steal a 40 from a bodega <laughs> yeah, absolutely fuck tuck in your wide yeah, like stovepipe jeans into your sock i would say i misspent my youth but i managed to somehow get plenty of alcohol in the system <laughs> in so Atlanta, i think it's they okay only wore shorts you're like how am i gonna steal this 40 <laughs> 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 Kept breaking for Landon on the floor. with the clang. You are. This is the. Uh, we're going hard here. This is the our t-shirts high fashion episode of corporate lunch. The answer is yes, but there's more to it than just that, which is why we're going to make it a whole <laughs> episode. Always more to it. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. Um, Noah, I had a funny t-shirt thing happen to me recently. It's a little personal. Let's get I'm, it. I want to share it. Okay. Uh, last weekend was. I Does it involve a, pit stains? No. Okay. Cool. I don't have pit stains. Last weekend was. Uh, <laughs> they would be very we, off brand we can for talk you. Talk more about that later. Uh, I did some laundry this past weekend. You know that involves uh, several loads of t-shirts, and it also it also involves hang drying them, and yeah. that means breaking out the racks. So um, pathetic. Um, shaking them out to get those washing machine spin cycle wrinkles out of there, and laying them out on the rack. It takes about a day to dry. So. I went to work, you know, Monday came along. Do you kick the whole family out of the house well, in order it's a to bit dry your thing. t-shirts? So the next day uh, we go off to work and I get home from work and all of the tees are folded on the bed. Amazing. The nanny did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Will broke in. So the tees. I, I got to fold all these t-shirts down the middle. <laughs> the te- no, she did it night. She did it almost condo style, which is how I do it. And they're little envelopes that you can stack. But she did comment on the insane amount of t-shirts I have. With a little note? Maybe she mentioned it to my domestic partner. She said, Noah's got a lot of t-shirts. And 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 it (laughs) made me a little uncomfortable because I do. And because I'm a grown man with a child, that's why I have a nanny. That's what she's doing. Her job is not to do chores. Not only do you have a lot of t-shirts, you love each and every one of them so much that you hang them all over your home (laughs) every week when you do your laundry. Noah, I have a question. And there's a dryer downstairs, by the way. Have you thought about putting up... (laughs) Have you thought about putting up a Twitter poll about this? <laughs> we we ran a poll. Oh, did we? We ran a poll. Oh, did we? How did it go? Well, I think that there was some meddling, perhaps. Uh, why don't you just but, be honest? Uh, I think that uh, I ran a poll uh, for a few hours. Tell the people the truth, man. Don't lie to the children. And um, between hang drying and machine drying your tees and machine drying one fifty-one to 49%. And it was a it was a leading question. There it was 600,000 votes. How many votes were there for real? Uh, uh, hundreds. Hundreds H- of votes. Many hundreds. So the the other thing I have to mention, like not only was I vindicated in that like saying people 
machine dry their shirts but you had also said something like the the option for machine dry was like ruin your t-shirts by machine drying that's correct them, right yeah you're either hang drying your tees or you're ruining them in the dryer so you tried to sandbag the vote and you still lost yeah let's keep it moving i'm done with that topic a win is a win you know you can just move on from there i'm still out here hang drying and i know lots of the homies are for me any any <laughs> For me, any discussion of t-shirts has to start with the Russell Athletic tank top. It has to. Yeah, naturally. It has to. <laughs> any discussion. Everyone does have to have that one like baseline thing that like you so like is part of your person. Yeah, it's this, like essential. Yeah, this is like that's yours. Like, yeah, my, I need my blood pressure to be right. I yep. need my heart to be beating. I need the lungs inflating and deflating. Yep. And I need a pack of clean Russell Athletic tanks. And the and, cotton jersey, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single time that either you or Sam Hine Productions has ever seen me in your whole life, I have had on a Russell Athletic tank base layer. Crazy. They're all black. Are they all different colors? No, I have mo- I have I have like s- I I have probably seven black to every three three white. And they're not ribbed, right? It's not a no, wife beater. Flat. Yep. A little loose. Yeah. You know they don't like grip you. This started in the era where our jeans were more low rise. Right. So you had to get some coverage. I actually wrote a uh, yeah I wrote a I wrote a um, essay for GQ about. Um, it was called, if I see one more ass, I'm going to crack. And it was about how, <laughs> but, um, like, you know, on the subway, I think the illustration was a dude at the record store, like, going through a, a, a box of the dollar bin records on the floor and just showing oof. ass crack. He's wearing jeans with a two and a half inch zipper. I just think there's nothing, there's nothing just more awful than being that dude who's got your ass crack out. Yeah. So, you know, in the era of, like... APC jeans or whatever. Plus, I'm a tall dude, so low-rise jeans were like not giving me cover. <laughs> so I started wearing these undershirts, and now every single day. I was uh, I had a do long. You wear, do you wear um, torso underwear? No, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, I have a I do I have a grip of blank tees that act as as undershirts. I yeah. guess you'd call them. Yeah. I used to obsessively wear undershirts because I used to wear a blue Oxford shirt every day for for many years. What era? Um. 2007 um, to 10, 12, like men's The heart era. of the men's wear. Yeah, the era. heart of the men's wear. Era. Yeah. Come on. So I would wear Who a blue. Who made your blue I, Oxfords? Um, I used to. So Stephen Allen made a really good button down collar blue Oxford. They were famous for the reverse collar yeah. shirts where they twisted the collar band on the placket. And it was yeah. really weird. But they also quietly made one of the best Oxford button down collar shirts you could get. It was a little bit long and a little bit slim, which was tricky at the time. And they had sample sales twice a year, so you get them for fifty bucks. Because so I did not have that hundred and sixty eight dollar. Yeah, the money. scratch was a lot. Yeah. Did did you wear blue Oxford cloth button downs every day to work at Complex? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was awesome. the look there for sure, though. But it was like slim. Dockers started main, making this Alpha Chino. Do you remember the Dockers Alpha yeah. Chino? It was super I had a popular. Bunch of those. It was a slim yeah. Chino, so you'd wear. This was like kind of a, like a cool guy uniform at the time. You had to have like some fresh sneakers or boots or like you know supreme beanie. Yeah, because like it's complex. Cool, cool outerwear. But the it's funny. Yeah, the base layout, like uniform was just like high school science teacher. Just gap like, employee. Yeah, it wasn't no like tucked in shirt or anything like that. It was yeah. like kind of kept it fresh. And every day I would wear the eighties gap employee look is actually like. Pretty would be pretty. Do- That's like Balenciaga right now. I mean, like if, yeah, if they had their druthers, they would just relaunch with a the headsets. Store. Like relaunch an actual all the tech, like the same registers, yeah. like everything. <laughs> the Gap should reopen, just like whatever it was the last time the Gap was like. But and the, and then and then selling Vetmont. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's actually just a Balenciaga store. So 
The daily that was the last time I wore a daily undershirt, and here's the story. It was from Brooks Brothers, and Brooks Brothers used to have an amazing line of made in Canada cotton undershirts. I had those. Deep. They, they it was like a crucial. deep V, but not in an embarrassing way. That's and like, correct. And like a um, this is an undergarment way. Gentleman's way. Yep. Yeah, and a the, gentleman's the crew, way. The crew necks were great too. And they were made in Canada, which is where Canada has a great history of making jersey products, right? Like CYC, which right. is the company that makes hoodies famously for Supreme and others, is based yeah. there. And Raining Champ is based there. They have like really high quality, I don't know, cotton jersey mills there. Canada, or Brooks Brothers had these, the perfect undershirt. And I used to go buy packs of them. They, those were expensive too. Yeah, they weren't that cheap. Yeah. Especially, yeah, in the broke days when you're like just out of college. But I would buy these things buy the package several times a year and then one day i go in i buy a package i don't even look at it it's wrong i did wash and dry them i get them out and they're just a crazy shape and i look yep. at the tag and it said made in thailand yep and i lost my mind <laughs> and i started meltdown. noah johnson meltdown i started calling people at brooks brothers How did i just it go? started dying. and i got i ended up getting a really good explanation from like some head this was not me and my job calling people this yeah. was me brooks brothers customer civilian. Loyal customer yeah this yeah. wasn't like gq editor or anything like yeah, that yeah um, they explained to me that production costs in Canada were too high and in order to, and they said, we assure you that this is the same tea, the same quality. And I was like, Oh no, 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 no you no, don't no. know who you're dealing with here. <laughs> like, well, let's talk about that. The cut was totally different. The shape was totally different. Anyway, I, I, um, th- that's, that's the end of that. And now did I did they refund your money for the, for the Thailand? No, versions? I never really got anywhere with it, but I have a insanely, I have a bag in my closet of made in Canada, Brooks Brothers teas folded up just stored away i haven't worn one in years what are you waiting for don't know just can't give them up can't get rid of them it was such a fight oh here's the next level that i took it to (laughs) and this is all just in the spirit of like t-shirt mania because this is a real thing i started calling every brooks brothers store in the country who's got who's got them left because i caught it right at the transitional moments where there was still a bunch left in stock so i would call like Rally, Houston, Seattle, yeah. uh, Brooks Brothers. I need you to, uh, hello, sir. Yes, hi. I'm a crazy person from Brooklyn. I'd like you to go to the men's underwear section and tell me if you have any size medium packages that say made in Canada on the shirt collar. If so, I will pay you retail for them. And I found a grip. And I had them for a while, for a few months, so I could get them shipped to me from random stores around the country. And so you're just waiting for the moment where the, those... Those uh, become a grail, and you can just flip them for. I'm definitely the only person crazy, crazy enough, but I would say you must not be though, because I had those and sought them out and bought. Them. I didn't know about like the transition to Thailand Thai manufacturing. <laughs> I never, I've never called. Or the, it was Vietnam. I've never called the Raleigh. I would just say my the Raleigh outpost of, of Brooks Brethren. That's just a, a deep, dark, uh, long story that gives you a little peek behind the curtain as to. Maybe why I why I choose to hang dry today. My obsession yeah. with t-shirts, my it connection sounds, to t-shirts, is that real? It sounds like uh, hang drying is probably the least of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Give me a little bit of a sense of your. Uh, not talking about the deep archives of the closet where the Canadian Brooks Brethren is, but what is kind of like in the range, the active range of Noah Johnson's t-shirt closet right now? Um, that's a good question. There's just like a bunch of random, um sort of merchy tees that I really like right now. I have, we talked about Turnstile, the band. I picked up their their new tee. It's like a yellowish uh, kind of funky tee. I got a tee, a purple tee from my favorite restaurant in the world in Vermont, the Chelsea Royal Diner. Um, a bunch of random like skate tees. All right, let me stop you right there. Yeah. <clears throat> You're at the Chelsea Royal Diner, right? Yeah. You're like, it's about time I get some of this merch. That, yeah. They've got an amazing purple tee. Yeah. You, the graphic is just what you want it to be. It's perfect. For that yeah. restaurant. And then you... 
you ask them for a medium and they fork it over and it's like that soft American apparel, like slim fit. That was a big thing. Do you copper copper drop drop drop? Not, not buying that. That's yeah. not what they had for me there. But I know, of I know what you mean. And yeah, that's a no. That's a hard no. Yeah. So if you get that like fake super soft, that's right. It doesn't matter. The merch game has been tainted in that way really bad. Yeah. But but there but you know the return to the like the guild and beefy and all that is is very real. Yeah. I'm hyped. I like I like to look at the so that mostly tea, the color. Was it, what was that tea? Probably it was a, a gilding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was some other version of a gilding, but it had like a substantial the places color. where the places where you know someone like you and I would would really want the merch from, like, it's not that likely to have ever made the move to that like soft fake ass American apparel. Yeah, you kind of want anyway. it to feel like they've had the same stock for like ten years. Yeah, and it's been and it's definitely been gilding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like. Their local print shop had these blanks, and that's what still they got. does. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so there's some there's some merch. What I else? love Supreme tees. Supreme size large to me is like one of the perfect tees. So every season, I pick up a few of those. Often, just like buy them online or something. Do you buy their relatively maybe like a year and a half ago? They launched their like underwear. You know, I the, have some the, of those, the blanks. Yeah. Their Hanes. I have a bunch of their Hanes blanks. They're kind of an odd fit, but I do. They're good for like under just under a sweatshirt. Or you wearing, wouldn't you wouldn't wear one of those for visibility no they're thin and they're they're they don't look substantial i like a real yeah. substantial tea yeah i buy a lot of teas in japan i'll tell people um because should we just do the rest of this pod as a monologue yeah i feel like sorry sam do you want to go get lunch dude we should just let noah just if you could talk just, you could just let this run um, like maybe we should get him a Maybe come, we should get him like an espresso and just let him let come, come get me in a few hours. <laughs> I don't need the espresso. This is giving me all the pep I need. Guys, I'll be back. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow to do my vibes. And yeah, the worst part about this is that Will's actually like his t-shirt situation is far more advanced than mine. But can I just say one Untrue, more thing before I? The best um, blank tees. Dude, in the, in I wasn't the trying to stop you, and like, <laughs> I wasn't like upset that I have a bunch of amazing stuff to say. I'm 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 enjoying watching you roll downhill. All right. I'll keep rolling. Um, the best packaged blank tees on the planet are made by a Japanese shop called Graph Paper. Wow. Are there, is, is there distribution in the U.S.? Or no, is there's very little distribution. Proxy service. Yeah. and they. Are the, you wearing one right now? No, I'm not. Um, Why not? That's a good question. Oh, because I'm wearing a crazy sweater vest. Oh, well, later we can what, talk about- Do you need about, longer sleeves to yeah, balance cur- out this sweater, sweater vest? Something like that. That one actually has longer sleeves, but- Don't something like that. Me, Tell me, give me the real deal here. It's about the size of the armhole in the sweater vest okay. and about the width of the body on the tee. It's about apparel compatibility. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely my favorite it's episode about, yet. Didn't you ever- I did this the other day. I bricked a fit. I announced it on Twitter, and I, I got some um, some- did you get some moral support? A little bit. Yeah, Good. not as much as I would have liked. Mostly people just laughed at me. But basically what happened is I wear a lot of vests. I wore a, a vest and I wore a t-shirt underneath that was too wide and too stiff. So the vest wasn't sitting properly yeah, over the tee. Definitely. So my apparel compatibility was all off. Super and off. And it felt terrible. Okay, so this vest, is it a high armhole that we're dealing with? Yeah, it's a small, like this is a size large, but the armholes are kind of like cut a little slimmer for okay. like a slimmer shirt. Okay, so the, there's a, smar, a smaller armhole and and. If I'm guessing right, you probably wanted some some pretty good length to the to the t-shirt arm, yeah, to balance out the sweater vestiness. Like you don't want a little cap sleeve. That's right. Then you're all cropped up. Yeah, there. <laughs> you don't want a little cap sleeve to go with the this knit sweater vest. Okay, so you need you need a longer sleeve, but you need it to be pretty slim. Yeah. You can't wear like like a skate tee. That's right. 
And so that's what you have here. Yeah. Who this makes is this T-shirt? A, this is a Hanes made for beauty, beauty and youth that I also picked up in Japan. In and is that it's there's nothing just straight Hanes about it. It's no, been specified. Special body, special fabric, special okay. neck ribbing. Okay, tell me again, uh, graph paper. So graph paper tees are pretty beefy. They are- um, Do they have black blanks? There's no seam. They make them in black, gray, and white. Uh, they're going to run you about 150 bucks a pack, so that's- Pack of how many? Two. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. And uh, if you- I'm guessing if you guys hit- That's 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 after paying the proxy uh, service and- Yeah, you got a few fees on top of that. Okay. Hopefully you're doing a bulk order. So wait, wait, not, wait. A few fees on top of that or does that include the fees? That does not include fees. That's okay. retail price in Japan. So we're getting up to 100 bucks <clears throat> a tea. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, probably. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. <laughs> no, if you're specific about this shit, it doesn't matter what it's it costs. It's worth it. These yeah. things are like insanely good. Um, they're seamless. They're made on basically like the, the old-timey American machines that we don't have in America anymore. That, for instance, Anatomica shop we've talked about. Yeah. They use these types of machines for their Shout out Friends of the Pod in Paris. That's exactly right. Those people care about my feet. Um. Uh, can you tell me about seamlessness? Is that also known as tubular? Yeah, tubular. So there's that's right. Is there only one body seam or are there zero body seams? Zero body seams. So, so the there's no there's no vertical tube. seam that goes up the side of your torso. That's correct. And the thing that's great about that is one is like comfort, but also it just retains a shape. Once you ha- like have a seam there, you insert pulling and you, stretching. Exactly. You create all types of opportunity for the thing to become misformed, mis misaligned. Mutated. I, I wonder if there's any. I wonder if like FIT is holds like a professorship in like t-shirt. Maybe I can get an honorary degree or at least like an adjunct position doing a seminar. On yeah, no, I feel like an adjunct <laughs> position is definitely in order. Is there such thing as tenured adjunct? I don't know, but I I'm about to find out. Somebody call me. Somebody call FIT. I'm learning a Sam, call it FIT. Thanks, Sam. Um, I'm learning a lot here. Okay, can you tell me a little bit else about your active t-shirt mix? I have a bunch of like maybe maybe I'm interested in like some other blanks and other things that have like a really specific cut that you sometimes need because because of what what do we call wardrobe compatibility? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, all right. Uh, I have We're, a bunch of um Raining champ tees. All right. People know. I mentioned them earlier. Graphic they're, or they're not in graphic? Canada. Blanks. Yeah. They have a little tab at the bottom that has their RC logo. It's a little a little much for me, but it's tiny. Um, those are long. They fit longish and yeah. slim, which is just that's appealing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're long. Yeah, they're Although long. These days, I've just been wearing things re- just big and always. But I li- I'm liking a wide boxy tee. Yeah. Fit these days. Yeah. So, um, and then, okay, what happens when, like, um, all right, so you have, uh, uh, what's the name of your that record label in Brooklyn? You have some of their stuff? Lies. Lies, right? Okay. Yeah. So, when you buy some of their merch, do you order it online? You know those guys, so you, you knew what the blank was ahead of time? Like, what happens if, if you get, like, you get caught out on Instagram and you see some dope graphic tee by something yeah. you're interested in yeah. and you like click through to the Shopify yeah. and they're not really providing that much information about the blanks uh-huh. and the t-shirts, let's say 65 bucks. Yeah. You taking, you taking a shot or no? 65 is a lot. 65 but, is high. Um, if it's like, that's what I think online ceramics tees would go for these days. And I would definitely, I would definitely t- just take the risk. You'll roll always the get a large. I'll always, always, which is air, a little bit of a size up. Air on the size up. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm pretty much running all larges these days, but yeah, it's it's chances are it's going to be oversized rather than 
too small. Yeah. Too many times. There's also if if you're good if you go oversize, you also have forgiveness for yeah, little things. You can always turn that into something fresh. It's too slim tea right now is is deadly to me. Let me ask you this: Last if something's a little big, if a tea, <laughs> oh Sam, hold on to your cap, Sam Hine. Let me ask you this, <laughs> Noah. If a tea comes in a little big, yeah, I know where like this is if going. you size <laughs> up and the tea is a little big, maybe you run it through the dryer? Maybe. It depends. If there's a graphic on it, if there's a graphic, if there's paint, print, anything on the tea that I think may be compromised, cracked, uh, distorted by that process, I may just avoid it and run the tea big. But no, I'll throw it in the dryer if I need to. That was another thing that came up. A lot of people were like, you got to put the beaters in the dryer and hang dry the Johns. And I was like, yeah, no shit, dog. I mean, I'm not talking about like, <laughs> hang drying everything in no, the crib. Dude, you don't sound like you have beater teas. Well, that's the other thing. Is your your like, like preferred blank is $100 and comes from like the other side of the world. That's, that's right. Yeah. Blank t-shirt, nothing on it. Yeah, the other thing I feel about that is like, when are you wearing this beater? Like maybe yeah. it's at the gym, but who's at the gym? No, we don't like all kinds of like cool, good looking people. We don't that, acknowledge beaters. <laughs> we like, don't acknowledge. We I don't, don't even really get the beater yeah. thing. Listen, don't be in anybody even even loosely associated with corporate lunch. Don't be in our mentions talking about beaters. And that's that's another good point. We have shit we wear and shit we would never wear, yeah. and there's nothing in between. And wear your shit. Yeah, wear it. Don't wear. Don't have something and then not wear it because you don't want to. I don't know. Ruin it. And definitely don't have something weak. Yeah, and then wear it. Get that weak shit out of here, man. I'm offended by your mentions. I'm, I, I was felt the same I'm, way. I'm glad that you get all the mentions. I, you know, get a little hot around the collar sometimes. <laughs> <coughs> no, Sam, do you have like? I feel like we're deep in the Noah Johnson mind garden, and I, I'm not in a hurry to leave. Do you? Do you have any questions, Sam? Do you think I'm a psychopath? Dude, do you think do you think we couldn't get into <laughs> get into some blazers with Sam Hine and go every bit as deep as this? I okay. Sam is saying. Yeah. Sam is saying he doesn't understand how Noah maintains a universe partner through this kind of behavior. I mean, we could talk about everything from she, the the spin to the to the the spin dog, to the hang drying. How do you think she feels when when <laughs> when daily I come upstairs with with thick uh, uh, padded envelopes with daily. Fre freshly mailed teas? Yeah. It's not daily, but week yeah. weekly they are coming in, and it's yeah. like, oh, another tea. And, and and she's looking at the diaper supply, just like yeah. these better not get out of balance. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you have really fancy cotton cloth diapers? Nah, for no. for little we lunch? do have um, young lunch, as I like to call it. Little her. lunch is snacking on some I forget what they are, some type of organic diaper that comes in a box. But we don't do like reusable diapers. Okay, uh, can you imagine? People if, do that though. If I no one refused to. To, yeah. to to machine dry. The I order diapers. them on, in Japan and I hang dry all of her diapers. <laughs> oh no, they're definitely proxy serviced. <laughs> uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, long sleeve tees. Yeah. I'm like tricky. Tricky. Okay, cool. I'm like huge into long sleeve tees. I have to sort of like make myself buy short sleeve tees right now. Whoa, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I'm super into long sleeve tees. Even with your wingspan? Doesn't ever... They're just short on me. I don't care. Long sleeve... I, I'm super uh, strong on sh long sleeve tees with slightly short sleeves. Me too. It looks cool. Yeah. The uh, oh, oh, you endorse that. Yeah. Lucky for me. Because, yeah. The thing... Here's the thing about me and clothes is I just... Uh, something had to give, and I got lucky. I'm 6'6". Six, six, I can basically fit in clothes, but mm, the sleeves are just too short on everything. And you just roll. It's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, if I've tried to fight that, I would just be naked. 
It would just be me in a Russell Athletic tank top <laughs> every day here at the office, here at the content tower. How many – wait, so what's the balance? Like I have – I actually know for a fact that I have three long sleeve tees. Uh, one of them I wear with some frequency, one I wear occasionally, one I never wear. I have, and then the uh, the rest of the collection is short sleeve tees of which there are there is an uncountable number. I have <laughs> <laughs> I have five short sleeve tee. I have a lot of t-shirts, like a lot. Um, you could count them, but barely. Um, I have five short sleeve tees for every long sleeve tee, but recently that number would have been ten to one, like two months ago. Yeah. But I've been buying online ceramics. Most, you know, a lot of what they do is long sleeve, if yeah. not all, not all, but most but of it. But they do a bunch, yeah. Um, cum tees, uh-huh. long sleeve. Yeah. Somewhere, long sleeve. Long sleeve. Uh, then just some other joints that I've gotten recently have all been long sleeve. I mean, part of this is obviously because people are like printing into parts of the, printing on parts of the shirt now that aren't like the front middle. Yeah. Uh, and so the long sleeve has come more into effect. But, yeah, I just like the look. Yeah. I also went from buying always large T-shirts Yeah. to XL. XL. Now I'm buying double XL. Nice. Part of it is the – Love um, that. Is, part of it is the fit of the somewhere tee, which is a uni size, one size fits all oh, so T-shirt. you got to go up, yeah. So that's Brendan Fowler, Callie Thornhill, DeWitt's line, and they do – I don't know the – I haven't like nerded out on the specifics of how they're made, but they have a like rough seam up the back and they're huge and one size fits all. So they're like super, they're big on me. Um, They're just doing a totally custom sort of Frankenstein job, I bet. Right. Like they're buying some blanks, cutting them up and then having them rebuilt. Maybe. Sam, come get on the mic. I'm just like, oh, we need to, let's put Sam on on the mic. You get him from where? Come here, Sam. Take Mike over for me. E. No, just take over for me for yeah, a second. I'm talking to Will's mic. We need to. All right. So, in the current issue of GQ Style, there is a uh, extended feature on the wave of LA T-shirt designers, uh, a lot of whom have a DIY sensibility, coming out of Los Angeles. This uh, story was executed by Sam Heim Productions. <laughs> Hell yeah! It was. And um, he's going to tell you how. How Sam? How does somewhere make these executed the awesome shit teams? out of that story? Is this your first time on the microphone, Sam? Be cool. Yeah, it is. Um, the, uh, just grabbed it out of Will's hand. <laughs> Later, Will. Um, I actually didn't. I actually didn't find out about how the summer teas were made until this morning when I got a PR email. Weird. Uh, very weird. But no, it's uh, no, it's PR for the uh, tea maker, and it's Everybody World. Uh huh. That company that made the. Uh, the Virgil T on the cover of System. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. They were it, It's two young women who worked at American Apparel, right? It is, yeah. And they bounced and started their own thing. It's pretty fresh. And they're like totally recycled. And, yeah. Uh, we were talking about including them, but they don't really do graphic tees. It's pretty yeah. much b- cool blanks. Are they then cutting up two of those tees and then printing on them? and No, then sewing them together and then printing on them? What's the giant seam up the back? Or is that the Everybody World tee that has the giant seam? I think that's the Everybody World Uh tee that has the seam but they've they've tinkered with the fit because it was too small they've always gone for the one size but they just made it like mega oversized did you ask if how they recommend um treating them care instructions no hang dry maybe i don't know okay i don't ask these <laughs> kinds of questions ladies and gentlemen sam Hahn productions let me thanks, get my headphones thanks, sam. sam episode 50 you'll be back on the mic yeah every every 25 <laughs> you get a two times in a nickel you and you're back a minute on the mic. and a half on the mic um where were we 
We're on somewhere. Long sleeve tees. Oh, long sleeve tees. I like the tee. Oh, is that long sleeve you're wearing oh, I start- today? Oh, it is. I yeah. can see the cuff. Look at that. So I you have get a really nice triple layer there where you got the black long sleeve cuff, the black sh- button shirt sleeve cuff, and then the black denim trucker jacket cuff stack. Uh, what else? What else do you see? And there? a gold, a little gold bracelet. That's fucking right. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I've got on the puff paint online ceramics. I like that puff paint tee today. That's a throwback. Um. Uh. Anyway, yeah, I'm now I'm now buying XL and sometimes double XL depending on the tee. Changing uh, T size is a big deal. We were talking about I. I it's a real sign I of made, the times. I made a full a flip in the wave. from medium to to large. And um, can you pinpoint that flip? When was it? Wow, that, it, in the last two years. In the corporate lunch era. I think when we started working together, I was probably mostly running medium still. God, you've changed so and much. And then um, I kind of, you know what I? <laughs> <laughs> I hardly know you. It sucks when you have. I have a few T's in the collection that are mediums that I love that just don't. They just don't work. And I haven't gotten fat or anything, I don't think. Um, give them to me. Give them to I'll me. Give them to Sam. Um, oh, man, I could hook Sam up. Sam, might, he might put them in the dryer, though. You better be careful. He definitely will. Um, what's your eBay deal these days? I don't really buy t- – I bought one tee ever on eBay. One of my favorite tees of all time, it's a Faith No More concert tee uh, f- for the – um, touring on Angel Dust, 1991. But I'm, um, I'm down with Fake No More. What's, no, that what's was, Tommy's name? That was from um, Etsy. Isn't it Mike something? Mike Patton. Mike Patton. Yeah, Mike Patton, incredible singer. eBay's tricky. I don't really do a lot of tees on eBay. I'm actually not really into vintage tees. I like a tee to be pretty crispy. I yeah. like a tee to have a sharp, uh, like, I, I'll sometimes iron my tees just to get, like, a nice sharp crease Dude, on, on top just, of the sleeve. <laughs> I, this is getting to be crazy. I like the paint. Uh, of a print to be really fresh looking and not cracked and not faded. Yeah, you're not you're not like excited about that. Eight years from now, when it's all washed out and the and the and it's all cracked. Not like some when things get there and then it's like they're there in the right way. You I want like a it. Very I just slow don't want crawl. it to be like in between. You know, like if I buy a vintage tea or a washed slouching tea, towards crackedness. Yeah, like Noah, the brand does a po- a washed pocket tee that I love. It's super soft and weirdly faded. It just looks like an aged like Gap pocket tee. Oh it's man, really good. Why don't we get into the pocket tee? Pocket tees are a big deal. Okay, who makes, in your estimation, the the greatest pocket tee on planet Earth? Proxy or no proxy? Wait, absolutely, Anatomica. Absolutely, Anatomica. Yeah, 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 yeah. No hesitation. No, you did not it's stutter. So good, Anatomica in the Marais in Paris, France. And it's very similar to the Talk graph to paper. I would argue that it's about the same weight. It's probably made on the same machine that the graph paper um, tees I mentioned are made. Anatomica's in Paris. It's a Japanese brand. So if I'm I sure. if I if I um, blindfolded you and put ten different tees on this table, yeah, and then um, and also uh, uh, put your hands. Tied your hands behind your back and made you smell. <laughs> and made you smell. I you to say rub my face on them. And, and made you smell each T-shirt. Could you tell which ones were made I on similar tell, machines? I could tell which which species of cotton was was <laughs> grown and harvested for each yeah. of those. <laughs> Seems like a South Carolina. Um, the anatomic tees are pretty heavyweight, and uh, they have a great fit, a nice size, neck hole, good sleeve length. How's the pocket up, placement? Pick up a few. How's more. the pocket placement? Uh, pocket placement is ideal, I would say. Obviously, sort of, you know, left side, chest. Um, the pocket size. Yeah, we know is it's on the left chest, but is it a little high, a little <laughs> oh, low? Oh, like, you know, like, I, it's like for instance, I have a tough time wearing suits that were not made by Sid Mashburn because he does a really high pocket. 
like the breast pocket Into, on, on the, the chest. Yeah. Yeah. So so like the whole the the whole um there's a word for it that I'm blanking on. The whole stance of the lapel yep. is sort of pushed back, pushed up your shoulders a uh-huh, little bit. Uh-huh. So the notch is a little high, uh-huh. like the way the whole lapel breaks, and then uh-huh. the the um the breast pocket is high. And now when I wear suits, which I have a few that I love that were not designed by Sid Mashburn, it feels like the breast pocket is down by my belly button. You want it up there just because it feels like it's sort of like, yeah, like it, yeah, just, towards the it gives shoulder. You like a, is, it gives you like a proud, strong lift. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it makes me you know hold my chin a little higher that day yeah. and my shoulders I see back. what you mean. Yeah, if you got a saggy pocket on your pocket tee, you're just, it's kind of bringing everything down. Yeah. It's sort of like gravitation. Which could be something, you know, that, you know, we're all working a bit against the grain here. It could be something, <laughs> go, it could be something you're going for, but you know. <laughs> I was there was a time and I was vocal about this in GQ magazine. This was uh, quite a few years ago, but the greatest pocket tee was made by Ralph Lauren black label denim. Wow! So kind of a short lived line black it's not la- around black anymore. label denim, and they made these these uh, pocket tees that were they were solid colors, but they used an extremely inky dye. Yeah, and the cotton had a little bit of a silky quality to yeah. to it, and so they almost looked like tie-dyed solids yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, i guess like you would call it like dye. garment dye or over dye yeah. um and these t-shirts were just incredible and i had a bunch of them they were like they were like japan proxy service prices as you can I'm imagine sure, yeah but i i still have them but they're a little um you know i'm wearing xl and double xl right now, those are all that's larges. the thing those well, are like a fashion large so it's like good to a, keep those around. like an upper medium yeah, the, the, it could come back around. The Noah pocket tees sound very similar to that. It's probably of a slightly lesser quality because this is like a $54 tee. And he does a small logo print actually on the pocket, which is off-putting to some people. I don't mind it, even though it's my name and that's a little weird. But they're garment dyed in that similar way. So you get a really rich color, but that sort of fades around seams and stuff. I really like it. And he does a bunch of colors. Sam, so, Sam, you got some of those, no? I'm not ready. I'm not ready to come. I'm not ready to go talk into the microphone with a really hot take. Mm. But I do have questions about the Noah logo. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I've got questions. I don't have definitive answers. I just have unanswered questions. Yeah. Um, I, unlike you, am all the way down for vintage tees. Yeah, I'm heavy on eBay. Pretty much, pretty consistently. Mostly music, concerts, and stuff, or is it like everything? Yeah, like I, <laughs> I once went. Deep, 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 deep into eBay to find the perfect cats tee. Do you know the famous T-shirt from the, the Broadway musical? the Broadway musical Cats? Yeah, sure. It just has the two glowing eyes yeah. on the front. I found the perfect one. It was, I think, an L, and it, but it had definitely been machine washed so many times it fits like a extra small. So it's waiting for the perfect home. It needs to be gifted. It's one of the greatest tees I've ever bought on, um, on eBay, but it's just like. It's like for a child, not for me. So one thing that happens now, oh, I did, you know, I did a search the other day. I was listening to a lot of Spaceman 3, and I thought, um, I want a Spaceman 3 T. They've got some really dope graphics. Do you know who makes the greatest Spaceman 3 T? No. Andrew Quo. Oh, what? Yeah. Friend of the pod. I have, will I have a few. Me, will he? I have a few of those banked. Are you going to? In the Tupperware <laughs> under the house. Um. And no, I'm not going to give you talk one. Let's talk offline. We'll <laughs> have to, you have to add Earl Boykin. I thought this was going to go somewhere no, like, no, 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 really no. in I'd, my favor. No, I, I, you'll have to add Earl Boykins. And while we're while you're at it, let's see if you can give me an, an XL or a double XL. So, um, you know, he has, Earl Boykins. I have a sturdy – Quo has been making T-shirts for many years. Yeah. 
that you know screen printed all designed. I have by a him. really good Bart Simpson one he did yeah. that like came from one a gallery. of the basketball ones. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he's also done a uh, long running series of shirts for Max Fish. Oh, dope. So he did a Max a, a Spaceman Three like bootleg. He just did one on his own. Yeah, yeah. He just made it. a Spaceman Three shirt. Yeah. So if you go to Etsy or eBay and you search something like that, that's somewhat popular. A better example would be like Nirvana, Dinosaur Junior, what have you. Um, there's a lot of fakes. Tons of I fakes. Think. A lot of fake. They people have gotten really good at reproducing very specific, rare. If you do, if you know how to use eBay, that's easy to spot it a mile away. Easy to yeah. avoid. I, so see, I, I get intimidated. I'm looking and I'm like, this one's a hundred bucks. That seems like a pretty good deal for this old like Dino Junior tour T-shirt that otherwise is like four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah, I guess I'm not dealing like Grateful Deadland is so wide you can tell what's really from a lot and what's not yeah and then otherwise i'm dealing with like willie nelson george jones outcast white yoko the dinosaur junior ones or like metallica there's a lot yeah that i maybe i may be outmatched by the boot by the fake by the fake i guess like anything if you spend enough time looking at it it just becomes easy to see like why are there so many of these available you know what i mean like you get you get good at your your senses get honed in that way but um I also have a really deep collection of um, of like friends and family West Lang tees. Yeah. Uh, and are those um, Kanye tour tees of some sort, or no? They're they're separate from that. I have most, not quite all, of the Yeezus run. Yeah. Um, and then there's a bunch of a lot of them are like dead related. Um, oh, cool. Recreations of lot tees. So he made he would make little runs and just give them out to people and never sell them. Yeah, they're not for sale anymore. They're friends and fam. Yeah. Um, I also have a pretty good stash of early Pyrex. <laughs> Amazing. Early, like, original runs of Pyrex. <laughs> and one day I was just curious. You know, when you have things, like, sitting in Tupperware under your house, you want to, like, understand, like, what exactly. Yeah. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, what rainy day am I waiting for these? Oh, yeah. Tell and me about uh, it. so I went on grail.com. It's a website. Yeah. And I've heard I, of it. I tried to track the value of like early Pyrex, like Caravaggio era. Yep. I've got the Caravaggio hoodie. And, uh-huh. Amazing. Um, uh, you should wear that shit. Does it fit? I I just don't know. Like, what day should I wear that? That's a good question. You know what I mean? Any day. Like, what day should I wear it? Yeah, Maybe it's a good to a fit. museum. Just to a museum with my <laughs> wife? Oh, I get it. It took me a minute. Yeah, in Italy, uh, like someplace with the Caravaggio Wait, so what collection. happened? Because that Pyrex shit has been licensed across the world now, and it's just everywhere. Well, I think the I think the there's a couple things. Like first of all, the hype beast thing. It's not about breaking it out three years later. It's about wear it the day it comes out before anybody else gets you it. No, I mean in theory, you wear it the day Virgil sends it to you before the general release. Right. So the that like the recent vintage thing is like not so much in play although i can imagine things evolving to a place where it is but a lot of it seems to have been like the license situation or whatever's going on in pyrex now i don't know that's just not the way like yeah hype culture grailed culture works it's such a good point there should be there should be some like system for keeping keeping that stuff alive or in the rotation somehow I don't know why. It just seems like there should be. I feel like things Slow are going to- Slow down the turnover. Things are going to evolve there eventually, but we're not there yet. Yeah. And maybe that's the rainy day I'm waiting for. But I also have no interest in flipping it. I don't know. Maybe I'll wear it one day, like three Tuesdays from now. Just keep filling up those Tupperwares. I guess, man. But, you know, at some point it becomes a little insane. Yeah. So wh- let's, let's uh, do you purge? Tease? Yeah. A little bit. I have a really hard time letting go of them. 
Yeah. And they're not like worth, you know, it's do not you, like I'm going to put this tee on eBay. Do you have layers? Do you, do you put them out of rotation? Yeah. Yeah. And then they go in Tupperwares. Tupperware, and they yeah. go in, they, they go away. Should, one day we should do a whole bin about our, our preferred Tupperware. I can do that. Easy. Like two, three episode. <laughs> like a like a mini series. A long series on just like what type of storage bins we're using? Absolutely. I mean, this is usually the part of the pod where I like to ask Noah if he's complete on the given subject, but I know he will never be complete on no, this, this subject. this is just so the beginning. Let's just get to 13 vibes. Episode 25. 13. Sam, get... Get get Heidi in the mix, please. Thirteen vibes, the not so fast lightning round, where myself and Noah V Johnson at Noah V Johnson talk about the things we're feeling right now. I'm starting with an announcement. I've got a corporate lunch announcement, and oh, it no. is a vibe. If there's ever been a vibe, uh, I'm fired. You're not fired. Oh, thank God. Although it's tempting after some of the things that you've revealed today. Um, Sam Heim Productions is moving on up in the world. You know about this, Noah? What? Yeah, Sa- I know about Sam this. Sam Heim Productions is moving on up in the world. Of course he is. Um, Freaking boss. He he is ascending to his rightful place um, as what's your new title, Sam? Assistant editor, assistant editor of GQ and GQ Style. CEO uh, of SHP. It means that GQ, GQ Style, and Corporate Lunch are hiring a new assistant for me, Will Welch. Amazing. Yeah. So, if I didn't already work with you, I would definitely apply for that job. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little long in the tooth for it, my brother. Um, but uh, it is an entry-level position. You know, I'm the creative director of GQ, the editor-in-chief of GQ Style. Um, but I, it, it's not all assistant work. You get to do, as Sam Hine has so uh, capably proven, you get to do all kinds of stuff. Be the next Sam Hine. In fact, outdo Sam Hine. Uh, Show. <laughs> I would love to see somebody. I challenge anyone who think they can do, out be Sam a better Hine, Sam Hine than Sam Hine. I'm definitely getting a bronze statue made of Sam Hine. But um, is it Sam or Samuel the the write in? If uh, if you would like to put your, if you would like to raise your hand for the job of editorial assistant to me at GQ and GQ Style and Corporate Lunch, hit up Sam Hine Productions at Gmail dot com. Um, tell us a little about yourself, attach a resume, and we're going to get into it. Send me a fit pic, and then I'll screen those. <laughs> just kidding. At do, Noah V. Johnson not, with a fit pic. Do not send me a And we're just going to see how it goes for you. Um, all right. Noah, what do you got? Vibe number two. Um, uh, well, I'm going to keep the first, the second vibe in, in line of just, just respect and uh, community outreach here. And I just want to shout out friend of the pod, Josh Archer. That's at Mr. Archer on Instagram. Mr. Archer did something amazing. Tell me. A few eps ago, I I vibed on um, fishing vests, and I mentioned a specific oh, yeah, engineered garments um, fishing vest I wanted from 2008. I remember it like it was yesterday. This homie just hit my DMs up with an eBay link. Like, yo, is this the one? No way. I bought it like 20 minutes later. No way. He wasn't even selling it. Where did he hit you, Instagram he was, or he Twitter? Was just, he was just looking out. Instagram. So it wasn't his vest. Oh. He wasn't like, yo, man, for the right price, I'll part with this. He That's w- what I thought. I was like, was oh, like this yo. fool's like, this fool heard the pod and was like, damn, I got that. How much I'm going to get yeah, from this idiot? From this guy who <laughs> uses <laughs> like, proxy I, services. I thought he was totally set me up. No, not at all. I hit the seller up and the auction just started and I was like, yo, end this auction now for like some easy price. And he was like, cool. And now I have it. I wore it the other day. That was the vest I was wearing with the t-shirt compatibility issues, in fact. What's this guy's name? Josh Archer. At Mr. Archer? Yeah. Dude, good looking out, Mr. Archer. Vibe number three. I'm I'm really gonna revert. I'm gonna change course here. 
Yeah, please. I'm do. going with David Hicks, the late great interior British interior designer. Oh, cool. Uh, David Hicks is one of the primary inspirations to me, just across the board, as just like a bad motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, and you can you can collect his books on the used books website, and but just check out this dude if you're into like, I mean if you're into furniture, but more than that if you're into like put the way things are put together. David Hicks is the master at like combining like old granny wallpaper mm-hmm. with like um, something super tasty and and like uh, high end antique. So like mm-hmm. some some granny wallpaper with like some Georgian chair yeah. and then just crashing in like a modern desk made of chrome. And the whole thing just looks like um, a cocaine fever dream. It's like it's the best. He's the absolute best. I can't wait to look at the books on amazon for david hicks uh i don't really know his work and if if you're if you know if if you're not like ready to start buying the books all you got to do is google google that shit um i'm gonna keep it going next vibe on the interior design tip i've got an interior design tip sweet for this time of year who needs david hicks we've got noah v johnson it's not i don't actually this is a really sick thing to do but plant stores in new york city this time of year sell cherry tree branches yeah do you see them yep they're big. They just look like dead branches. Yeah. But they have little buds on them. Right. You can buy a pack of branches, <laughs> a little like bungee cord uh, rubber band of branches for like 10 bucks. And you bring them home and you stick them in water and then they blossom beautiful cherry blossoms. Dude, this is one of the great vibes of all it's time. It's so sick. So, so currently in so, my home. So what, what you buy looks like a bundle of twigs. That's right. And then you come home. Get out of a vase, yeah. stick them in water, hack and they the blossom. Bo- hack the bottom off so yeah. they have a fresh, fresh cut. Yeah. We got, I went by and saw in my neighborhood. Dude, they, fresh cut would be great name for a uh, like plant pod. <laughs> should we start it? it? Should, you want to spin off a plant pod? <laughs> yeah. All right. We could do it on plants and haircuts all in the one pod. <laughs> um, but you see these branches everywhere around this time. It's a spring thing. They're starting to bloom in, in Japan. They're starting to go off. You'll see it on, on the gram. But- um. Pick up some cherry blossom branches. Bring them. Bring them to your girl's house. Tell her to stick them in water and see what happens. It's dope. Amazing. One of the greatest vibes of all times. Uh, I'm going. This isn't. This is like too easy. I know it, but I'm just like really into this right now. Uh, the new Wes Anderson movie, Isle oh, of yeah. Dogs. So like, I don't. You know, I think Wes Anderson is a G and a genius and like an amazing dude on so many levels. Yeah. Um, but I don't love all of his movies by any stretch of the imagination. But Isle of Dogs is absolutely incredible. Can't wait to see it. Do do yourself a favor and just get in there. Bring your bring your beating emotional heart and go watch that movie and then holler back at me. Also, in the new, I mean, I will add a plug to that heartfelt vibe. Yeah, I was waiting for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the in the April issue of GQ. Uh, me and Dan Jackson, the f- awesome fashion photographer, and Tony Irvine or Tony Irvin went to Berlin, where Wes was premiering the the Isle of Dogs at the at the film festival there, and we just shot the whole cast. They look amazing. Yeah, Tilda Swinton, Wes, Bill Greta, Murray, Tilda, Uncle Bill, <sighs> Brian Cranston. It's an amazing portfolio. Koyu, yeah, um, Schwartzman. Kunichi, go check it out. GQ.com. What do you got? Next vibe. Uh, this one's coming straight from. I mean, we're just like, you know, I, there's a lot of corporate lunch fans out there, and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. But we are also making like really high level print and digital content, and I just want to make yeah. sure that 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 the friends of the pod are really like seeing the full breadth of what's <laughs> it's happening. It's really out there. true. Yeah. All right. Where were you? 
Um, this one's coming straight from Friends of the Pod. Um, John Mayer, uh, singer, songwriter, and Errolson Hugh, um, fashion designer, Nike collaborator, acronym mastermind. They just released a hype sneaker that I love. Oh, the got Noah with it's, the acronym. I, I don't. John Mayer's just like helping to promote it. He didn't. I don't think he really. But he's 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 in the acronym world as he is in like the Visbim world. This is like John Mayer is in all worlds. solid Mayer territory. And um, but so they put out a shoe that's called Nike Air Vapor Max Mach Two. So it's a laceless Vapor Max knit shoe. It has like the one. The best one is a black and white like chevron kind of. But is there like print. neon on the tongue? Yeah, there's the volt color tongue, just like sort of strip on Volt's the tongue. Color. I think I like it's like Nike's weird proprietary like neon color. And since I'm a, yeah, we'll just go ahead and call it Volt because that's what Nike tells us to do. So, the shoe is dope. There's one thing about the shoe that's extra dope. Talk to me. They, the, the Vapor Max has like a all air sole unit. Yep. On this one, they wrapped it. And it's all white matte. So it's like the texture and the shape of the air sole, but rather than having it being like transparent. Oh, I see what you're saying. The bubble is matte. The bubble, the whole bubble sole unit is like matte white. It's a simple little thing that I don't think I've ever really seen them do. And it It goes a long way. It goes a long way. The shoe is really fly. It's like 300 bucks. I just entered a raffle to buy it. I've never done that before. I was going to ask to what uh, what ends you were going to get this shoe. You know, people probably think I, I just mean, call Nike and or that it's just going to show up at my door. It might, might not. Anyway, I entered a raffle for the first time. Why don't you go ahead and say your size in case a friend of the pod? Yes, yeah, you know. nine and a half. Friend <laughs> okay, of the pod. Cool. If y'all want to hook me up, I haven't seen a photo, but it sounds kind of cool. I'm a fourteen. You know, just oh, let GQ me know. put up a story. Uh, Jake Wolf did a, did a little ditty on the sneaker, but it's the black and white one with the white matte sole that you got to pay attention to. This thing is fly. All right, I'm going to Google that. Go. Um, I got. I, this is familiar territory, but I got a new pair of reworked Carhartt painter pants oh, at, yeah. at RTH when I was in L.A. over the weekend. And um, I had to make myself not wear them to work for the third day in a row. Force, forcibly make myself not wear them to work in a way. Not wear them to work. What's the what's the cut like? Is it the usual RTH sort of cut with the- No. So Renee has been doing uh, – he does a lot of different – I mean, they all have the, the added panel in the crotch, yeah. which which drops the crotch. Yeah. Um, but these, instead of being cropped short, he's like pulled out the bottom hem, and oh, they're right. they're a longer pant anyway. And then they're made extra long yeah. and like super roughed up at the bottom, yeah. Because he's like cut that that yeah the natural hem and gotten some extra length out of that. So on me, they're like super, you know, they're like loose in the crotch and then super long and they stack. And yeah. I just don't. I would I would like to sleep in them. Do they have a bunch there? Is that like there's a couple pairs in I the think, shop, or is there like a good selection? No, I think of that like wheat-colored Carhartt. I got the actual last pair. Oh. And these are a little blanket line, so we're like, you know, we're hopefully oh, heading out of winter. Yeah. So that they were late season, but yeah. they're just like, they felt made for me. But they've got they've got other, you know, they got a bunch of stuff like that. Um, Damn it. I want a pair of those. Oh, something amazing happened. I think it just happened today, and this is the next vibe. What is it? Spike Jones's greatest film accomplishment in oh, history man. is a skate video from 1993 called Goldfish. Yeah. For girl skateboards. Probably my favorite skate video. I own the DVD. I own the DVD box set of all Spike's um, Wait, skate videos. Let, let me see if I, I've got this straight. It, it, the, the, the video features a bunch of super dope girl skaters yeah. from 93. <laughs> no. Girls the brand. Oh, 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 oh. Um, but they are girl skaters, but it's they're all dudes. They're, okay, I got it. I got it. It takes me a minute. Girl Skateboards was like, Girl and Chocolate, which was like a sister brand, were like 
in my opinion and many people's opinion, the dopest skate brands of the 90s. They're really good names. And Spike was integral in all media made for girl and chocolate. Yeah. And they were separate brands with separate teams, but it was basically like all part of one family. And Spike made all these videos for a long time leading up to like, yeah, right. Which was a big kind of almost like a hit video. It had like an own Wilson cameo in it. And, um, yeah, uh, goldfish was sort of like the early days of that. It feels everything is shot. Like it's sort of grainy, you know, big fish eye, like sun flares, all that it all, there's like skits that feel Cali. very much like um, he did the Beastie Boys sabotage video like the next year, I yep. think, or something like that. So that very Proto much sabotage. That, yeah. Very much has that sort of like amateur, like action packed sort of spoofy quality to it, you know, that you kind of know from Spike stuff if you've seen it. But um, Goldfish is just incredible. Like amazing sound. Tribe Called Quest, Gangstar, De La Soul. Can um, I get clips of this just on YouTube? Yeah. So, for oh, so this is a vibe right now because it's my favorite thing ever. And it's always a vibe. But. Crail Tap, uh, girl, the, this brand is still around, and they just put the whole video high quality on Vimeo. Ah. So these skate videos kind of float around. People post them online. Sometimes they get taken down because of music rights. Yep. Like, they can be a little bit hard to find to stream. They just st- posted, like, officially high quality, official stream. It's a 30-minute video. Whether you skate or not, you know, you... It's like, I'm watching this on the train This home. is like Eric Costin in his young prime. No, I'm going to invest... In your interest. Please do. And I'm going to watch this on the way home. It's a banger. I think the last vibe of this um, uh, really fun episode of Corporate Lunch. 25. I knew it was going to be good. Two dimes and a buffalo nickel, baby. Is the Grateful Dead song the other one? Sam, let's just find one that we can put up on here in outro. Like, this is just the late winter anthem. And they're just taking out for a long walk. We'll see you next time. Later.